Welcome to Odd Drummer Gaming, the podcast about stuff. My name is Edmund. This is going to be a bonus episode. I had kind of a big Disney week last week because on Wednesday, September 7th, I went to Disneyland for the first time in a long time. And then on Friday, we went to the D23 Expo. So I'm going to talk about that. And... Disney, in general, doesn't really fall into the category of this podcast, which is movies based on video games, so I didn't want to really bog down the uh, a main episode of the podcast with a rant about Disney, and I'm not going to rant the whole time, but we'll get there. Before we start, I do want to say that last the last episode I released on this podcast, which was Alone in the Dark, I I mentioned that I was re- trying something different and I was recording on the MXL 990, which I believe is a better quality microphone. And I realized after the fact that I had recorded an, an hour and 11 minutes into the back of the microphone. I was wondering, why does this sound bad? Why does this sound muffled? It's because I was talking to the back of the microphone. So, it doesn't matter. I'm sure the episode is, it's terrible regardless. But the gist of it was the seed is um, cool practical effects, but not a good horror movie in my opinion. But Yellow Jackets and Prey, I really loved and I highly recommend. So on to the ranting about Disney. I kind of have a storied, I don't know if that's the right word, but storied history with Disney because I grew up in Garden Grove, which is about five minutes from Disneyland. And um, I remember going to Disneyland as a kid, but not a lot, probably because even back then it was, it's always considered expensive, I think. It's get worse. It gets worse by the minute. But um, when I was a kid, I have more. I have more and more vivid memories of going to Vegas when I was young. Probably because my parents enjoyed the casinos, just just like I do at this point. But we did go to Disneyland occasionally, and I remember mostly being scared of everything. I was a scared little kid. And like stuff, little stuff like Pirates of the Caribbean, the little dips. I didn't like the feeling, the rumblies in my tumblies. And um, so I feel like I didn't really appreciate Disney until basically 2014. Because in 2013, my wife came over from the Philippines and... I decided, well, you know, we're in SoCal. I got to bring her to all the things. So let's go to Disneyland. And it it kind of opened the floodgates for my Disney fandom. I remember um, I discovered Mousetalgia Podcast, which is the first podcast that I binged. And I really enjoyed that. They... They actually recently ended their podcast, and even though I hadn't listened to the podcast in years, I felt kind of bummed. You know, you're like, oh, they've been around for so long, 
and all of a sudden they're just stopping it you think that they'd be around forever and then they just stop so a little bummer but i hadn't like i said i haven't listened in a long time but i like their banter so there's many many years of podcasting if you want to listen to that and binge that i like the chemistry between the hosts and it's a fun podcast but eventually i just got too depressed and negative and pessimistic to be listening to a disney podcast um i discovered disney tourist blog which you know is kind of a fun website and i i still refer to their packing list post even though they made it many many years ago they i'm sure it still gets a lot of his, hits whenever someone wants to go to Disneyland they refer to that post for like what you need to pack anyway so in 2014 my wife had shirts made you know the whole deal and we went to Disneyland and it the first time there's no time like the first time and like I have a distinct memory of going to Alice in Wonderland as our first ride and they had made enhancements to it so it you know it, usually those dark rides have a bunch of whatever plastic and metal um animatronics but they they made enhancements with like digital enhancements of like flowers growing i remember flowers growing and i remember my wife going wow and it hits you and it it doesn't leave you and like she still likes alice in wonderland to this day even though I don't think she's ever seen the movie. We tried watching the movie. I think she fell asleep. But she likes Alice in Wonderland because of that ride. So, you know, we, we have this distinct memory of going um, going to that French market restaurant. And I was so excited to try these palm frites that everyone was talking about. I was like, can I have two orders of the palm frites and the, <laughs> the server lady says are you sure you want two they're pretty big and my wife still remembers that i'm like fine just bring me out one i'm like what if i wanted to eat two baskets of prom frites damn it um anyway it was a great time and then you know that that's when i really started to um in appreciate disney and enjoy disney and i became a huge fan actually you know how some people have vision boards you know you have a board and you some people write words on it like success victory enlightenment or whatever bullshit and um my brother i remember he would print out picture like he printed out a picture of pacquiao manny pacquiao and he put it on the wall. It's like, I'm going to get this. Uh, I don't know if buff is the right word. But, you know, he has abs. He look, He's fit. He's a boxer. So he's like, well, if I have a picture of Pacquiao on the wall, I'm going to get fit too. Or he would post pictures of money. Just um, images of money on the wall. Like, this is going to visualize money into reality. It, it doesn't work, really. But maybe it helps some people. But what I did, this is how into Disney I was then and how not 
into Disney I am now. I printed out my ultimate goal in 2014 was to be able to afford a Disney annual pass, a Disney anal pass. So much so that I printed out the description of the Disney annual pass and I posted it on my wall. And I printed out a a picture of the Disneyland map and I posted it on my wall. That's how into Disney I was. And that was my ultimate goal in life. Like to be able to afford a Disney anal pass. And over time, the price of the Disney anal pass has only gone up. And the amount of debt I've had over the years has only gone up. I am poorer today than I ever was. I'm poorer today than I was yesterday because my debt keeps going up. And I'll, I'll never get it, but I, I don't, uh, spoiler alert, I don't want an annual pass as of re- this recording. But in 2014, that's all I really wanted. And where the fuck was I going with this? Um, so we were really into Disney and then we were, you know, we got the Disney D23 uh, gold membership. And we went to a few events, and honestly, it was pretty cool. Because I think the first, again, there's no time like the first one, but we went to, the first one we went to was like a Valentine's event with 101 Dalmatians, so they showed it in a theater. And then, you know, they open up the shop, and you get to go shopping for a little bit. I don't remember where that was, but... At one point, we were able to go to the Walt, like, not the whole studios, but like the Walt, the Disney studios in Burbank. And they they allowed us to go in there and watch a movie. I think one of the movies was Little Mermaid, which my wife was not too keen on. She didn't love it as much. She loved 101 Dalmatians. She did not love Little Mermaid. Um, I'm not sure why, but... Um, but um, there were a few events, maybe three or four events. I think one time we went to the El Capitan Theater. And we were really into Disney at that point. We went to the D23 Expo in 2015. I believe we've been to everyone since in 2017, 2019, and now 2022. And... um. I don't know what happened over the years. Either they stopped offer making they either stopped providing offers for gold members or they got filled up so fast that I got discouraged and I stopped checking. But we we haven't even tried to go to a D23 gold event member event for many years. Um, I, I just stopped checking after a while. And that's kind of where we were. And then I think 2015, we went to the Halloween event, which is cool, but it's definitely geared towards kids. And my wife and I would get in line for candy. And it's basically 80 billion, 80, 80 billion kids 
in costumes in line for candy and then me and my wife nothing wrong with it but that event it just felt disney in general i feel like is geared towards kids and then we were the odd people out and and they open it like they close the park at four to the general ticket holders and then we got in at 4 p.m and then we had the park to ourselves even though there was a bunch of us and i believe that's the last time we went so the last time we went was before uh, star wars land galaxy's edge was even open that was 2015 and you know we we like the park we 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 it's a i think it's a cost issue and i think that's where my ranting begins i i think it's suffice to say that disney disneyland is for the rich and i i definitely think that could be argued but that's how it feels definitely um the prices do keep going up and you know a a homeless person or a destitute person or a person who struggles to put food on the table they're not thinking about going to disneyland i think disneyland is for the rich for people or people who are willing to put uh, money on the credit card we definitely don't have money actually the only reason we ended up going to disneyland is because my wife we both won a little bit of money at a casino and when i say a little bit of money i it means i won two hundred dollars and my wife won four hundred dollars now when you have tens and tens of thousands of debt six hundred dollars at a casino is nothing you should put it towards debt but like most humans we were like let's go to disneyland that's why we went not because we're rich or we have money and you know the disney anal pass prices i don't know how much they are now but i'm assuming they are a lot i'm going to google it how much is a disney anal pass um of course it brings up disney world my wife has why why not disneyland huh I, I google knows i'm in socal i'm not in florida um there's a post by mouse hacking just give me the price cut control f for the dollar sign you're looking at 400 to 1500 dollars a year off the bat what does that mean um 400 that doesn't make sense where is the next symbol um the disneyland dream key anal pass costs 13.99 for adults and children um disneyland believe i don't know what the fuck believe and dream key i don't know what that means um dream, believe key anal pass costs 9.49 the Disneyland Enchant Key? Fuck off. What the fuck? Um, Disneyland Imagine Key Anal Pass. Well, I'm not going to look through what what these means. 
my oh god i'm so frustrated my point is the disneyland anal pass is for the privileged mostly rich whites i'm just going to say um you know it's a luxury definitely actually i saw a post uh, i'm not going to get into specifics but there was a post from a, a disney fan that said it was like from 2020 is like our hearts go out to all the wait for it you, you might think the end of this sentence could be the poor people the people who have been affected by domestic abuse uh, natural disasters um victims of racism blah 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 no the post was our hearts go out to all the disneyland employees who got the call that they were being let go if you would like to help these people in need links are in our bio to help donate donate to disney employees who lost their jobs uh, i've lost my job a, a handful of times is it traumatic sure was i a person in need no absolutely not um you know what you do you look for another job uh anyway let's move on what what the heck was i talking about disneyland uh, it, i don't think it's too out of reach out of line to say it's for the rich it's for people with money you know people who have no problems in the world so l let me move on to our disney trip cuz we went to disneyland wednesday which for me it was a mistake because i work nights quote unquote nights i work 3am shift so i tried to get sleep i tried to get some sleep on tuesday and then disneyland was wednesday and that was my mistake i was i was exhausted wednesday essentially my i feel like my body wanted to shut down around five o'clock we were on the small world right yep we were on the small world ride my wife wanted to check out small world no, nothing wrong with that it's a it's you know the song is annoying of course shout outs to the sherman brothers who made that song um r.i.p robert sherman is richard sherman still alive let's check that out Richard Sherman, uh, football cornerback. Yep, there you go. Um, he's still alive. Born 1928. He's 94. His brother has passed. Um, uh, there's a very good documentary called I think it's called The Boys. Um, you should check that check that out. It's a it's an interesting story. The Boys, the Sherman Brothers story. Interesting story and good documentary. Check it out if you can. Uh, and I wasn't being sarcastic. The song is annoying because it's repetitive and it's it's catchy. But, you know, they, they made the song. What do you want to do? What do you... Uh, anyway. So she wanted to check out Small World. And at, at I'm jumping around all the over the place. But my point is, 
at 5 p.m., my body shut down. I was falling asleep on the ride. I was like, I was out. I was very, very tired, extremely tired. That was my fault, sure, but the my biggest grievance the whole day at Disneyland, and it's a big grievance. Here's the thing. Disney fans, I there's this general, you know, annoyance with Disney fans, like, because of their entitlement, you know, and it feels like, well, we want their demands, we want this, we want that, blah, 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 but after this trip, I felt entitled, I, I really did, and it's because when you're feeling when you pay an exorbitant amount of money to go to the Disneyland park, again, it's not cheap. It is expensive. When everything goes right, it's a miserable experience. You know what I mean? The lines are extremely long, and that's something you just accept. Of course, it's like, well, when you make a good product, like when you want to go on, on all these rides, you have to wait your, your turn. Also, last week was a heat wave. It was like 100 degrees. I was kind of dreading it, but it is what it is. We planned this Disney trip. It was going to be 100 degrees out in the outdoors of Anaheim, SoCal. So you're waiting in these lines. Again, you know, we can't control the weather. Can't really control the lines unless you want to pay extra or whatever. But... We wanted to go to Galaxy's Edge because we'd never been to it. So that was our first stop. We go straight to Rise of Resistance immediately before we enter the line. The line is shut down. Uh, We don't know if it's coming up. We We don't know when it's going back up, but it's currently shut down. It's like, okay, let's move out. Let's go to somewhere else. We pass by Star Tours. So we head into Star Tours. I don't believe I've ever been on the ride since. I think they changed it to Star Tours. The adventure continues. I think they made some adjustments, enhancements, overhaul. So we wait in that line for about an hour. Fortunately, they they did this thing where you're indoors in this in this room for about 40 minutes. And then 20 minutes, you're outdoors. I am not exaggerating when I say we were in the front, front, front of the line. We were next to be on the ride. And I know that sounds like I'm exaggerating for dramatic effect or to elicit sympathy. Sympathy? For us. But I swear on all my pets, we were next in line to get into the ride. The ride shuts down. All the cast members gather. They don't tell us anything, but all the ri- all the riders exit. It didn't really matter that we were next in line because the people who were on the ride currently had to exit because it shut down. One of the other riders who just exited told the people behind us, you know this ride was shut down, right? And then the people behind us was like, Really? And he's like, yeah, they just told us. They didn't give us ride passes or anything. They just said, 
uh, get out, uh, you know, not in those words, but uh, you please exit. And then the people behind us are like, well, no one's attending to us. No one's telling us anything. So at that point, my wife and I just left. So, you know, I, I'm trying not to feel too entitled, but an, an hour in line, an hour of our lives gone and no ride passes or anything. And my, my brother, because my brother worked at Disney a long, long time ago, he worked at California Adventure when it just opened. He, I was telling him these stories and he kept asking me, did they give you a ride pass? And my answer was always no. Um, but this was not the most egregious part of the day. Because we go back to Galaxy's Edge. Um, we get on Smuggler's Run. And that was cool. That was fine. My wife and I were engineers in the back. I thought it was weird because... It was a ride where you had a, a part-time job essentially, and I, I don't, I don't want to disappoint strangers, so like I didn't want to do a bad job at my thing. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Smuggler's Run is basically you get, I think you're on the Millennial Millennium Falcon, and it's it it seats six. So there's two people in front, the pilots, two people in the middle, they are shooters or gunners, and two people in the back, they're engineers. And it's almost like a game while you're playing, while you're ride, on the ride. So the pilots have to drive, obviously, the shooters have to shoot enemies, blah, blah, blah. And the engineers have to press buttons when things go wrong. And I was so focused on the lights to my left that I couldn't really see the ride. I couldn't really do... It was fine. It was fine. A little frustrating. A little stressful, quite frankly. So we went on Smuggler's Run. And then we got in line for Rise of the Resistance... I don't know how long we were on online for Rise of the Resistance, but I'm going to guess 40 minutes. And then all of a sudden, all the lights come up, and then they do the announcement. Um, due to forced, due to first order activities, this ride has been shut down. We do not know when the ride will be back up again. You are welcome to stay in line, or if you would like to exit, please see a cast member for assistance. And then we're like, ugh. So, you know, some people left right away. Others tried to stick it out. People started trickling out over time. I'm going to say that my wife and I stuck it out for an additional hour. Finally, we gave up. So, by my calculations, that's an hour and 40 minutes that we just wasted no ride passes, no nothing. And again, I don't I don't want to sound entitled, but when you're paying this much money, like and you're wasting this much time, uh, here's a scenario. I'm going to throw a scenario at you. 
let's say you're a single mother and you have a young son at home and you have two ailing parents one ailing parent uh, one ailing parent died after you worked so hard to take care of them so now you have you're a single mother with a young boy at home and you're taking care of an ailing parent and you're working three jobs to take care of them and then after the the one ailing parent died you're like okay you're like son let, let's go to disneyland i'm gonna take you to disneyland um, let's just have one day where we could forget all our woes and just enjoy the magic together you go to disneyland you take out all your savings and you go to Disneyland you go to Rise of the Resistance shut down you go to Star Tours in front of the line shut down you go to the Rise of the Resistance you wait in line shut down you try to wait another hour it's not coming back up you go out again at what point are you? do you have the right to feel angry and frustrated and flustered? No, I am not a single mother. Um, I don't have a young boy at home, but I am a male human. And, you know, my wife, she has expressed her discontent. Like, you know, it's just frustrating that everything was shut down. I don't... Uh, and... You know, at what point are you able to say this is probably uh, definitely one of the richest companies in the world, if not the richest company in the world? They they don't have some sort of fail-safe solution to this stuff. Um, and why were not ride passes given out? Because you're wasting our lives and wasting our time. And we did pay a lot of money to experience this, and it, it just sucks. My dogs are singing. That's Callie. And then Kai Yi is going to join in shortly. They're having a duet of sorts. Perhaps it's a whole new world. They're both girls. Nothing wrong with that. Although my parents constantly refer to them as sisters, so there's something a little wrong with that. But, you know incest be a thing sometimes so uh i don't know you would think it'd be a stepbrother stepsister situation but these are sisters stepsisters having a incestual lesbian relationship singing a whole new world to each other i don't know keep singing kali and kai keep singing we just passed the 31 minute mark on this podcast so, what shall we talk about next? Um, you know, I one random memory popped into my mind, like when I used to be on Twitter, when when ABC Family or Freeform or whatever the fuck it's called, they announced the lineup for. Here's our lineup for Disney, da da da, and they played Hocus Pocus fifty times. And then you just get all these tweeters complaining like, this is awful, this is horrible. Like, that's that's when the Disney fandom is like, this is a first world problem to the max. 
And I understand complaining about rides shutting down. That is absolutely a first world problem. But I don't know. When, where is the line? When do you get to complain? Like, hey, we we paid a lot of money for this and all the rides are shut down. Like, literally. Well, not literally, but this is a waste of time, money, effort. We're s- standing in the hot sun. I don't know. It, like I said, Disneyland. when everything goes right, Disneyland can be miserable waiting in all those lines in the hot sun. And this day, everything went wrong, and it was very frustrating. So let me let me just move on. We ate lunch at Galaxy's Edge, and my wife still raves to this day that the fried chicken was delicious. Raves? That's, yeah, that's the word. I got some sort of beef thing, and it was good. It's surprisingly, because you'd think at a Disneyland Park they have, like, Burgers and fries, pizza, hot dogs, but they had like legitimate like fried chicken meat. Well, like fried chicken on a bed of corn or something, or macaron or pasta. It was good. It was like surprisingly good food. Um, and then at at a certain point, I'm like, okay, the rides aren't doing it for me, so I'm just going to gorge and the the thing i'm going to look forward to this day is the food so lunch was good and then we got the dole whip which is always delicious dole whip for you if you don't know it's like a pineapple frozen yogurt basically and it's delicious it's very popular and then towards the end of the night we got junk food she got a burger um, at galaxy grill or something she didn't like it but i liked it fries i got chicken tenders which you can't go wrong with and then (laughs) talk about the definition of gluttony when we when the when the park closed we went to main street and then we got an ice cream sundae. The only issue is, you know, it's basically ice cream with two chocolate chip cookies made to look like ears. And then that was fine. But then I paid extra for the whipped cream and hot fudge. And I feel like whoever made it wasn't really trained because they were like, oh, this person paid extra. So they just went glop, glop, and it it doesn't really matter you're just gonna jam it in your mouth hole anyways but it was delicious and that's what I I was making up for the lost times with the ride issues so I was just stuffing my face and loving it which kind of sucked because I was just told by my doctor that I'm pre-diabetic but you know I'll turn it around sometime soon not today though not today, Satan. And that's pretty much for the Disney trip. Um, it's just disappointing because the last time we were there, again, 2015. We haven't been in, how long is that? Seven years because of money. You know, we don't make a lot of money. We have a lot of debt. 
and we're like, we got the D23 Expo, let's make it a Disney week. So we decided to go, and it's just, the rides were, and we we never went on Rise of Resistance. There was like a couple hours left on the uh, on the clock before the park closed, and I just told my wife, I don't feel like waiting in line. Like the the ride might shut down while we're in line again. So I'm like, I don't feel like waiting in line. So we never went on Rise of the Resistance. I guess I could look on YouTube for like a ride walkthrough, but you know, that's not that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it. But that's about it for the Disney trip. Disappointing to say the least. Um, damn it, I forgot to mention. I w- I wanted to mention this at the beginning of this rant, but five seconds after entering the gates of the park. I'm not exaggerating. Five seconds. I hear an old lady walk past us. And she says. Keep talking like this. I'm a, Keep acting like a bitch. I'm going to leave you. This is. I, we hear this within earshot. Five seconds after entering the gates of Disneyland. And first off. I'm thinking she must be talking to a child because I I doubt that she would have the power nor authority to leave a grown ass adult in the park like that that doesn't mean anything. And then second of all, I look over at her for a long time because I didn't see anyone with her. Adult, regardless of age, I didn't see any adult around her. I didn't see any child around her. So, a who who was she talking to? And b if she was talking to a child, she must have left that child unattended somewhere. Just just a little weird. It was a little. I don't know. You you enter Disneyland, you don't expect to hear the words. Keep talking like a bitch. I'm gonna leave you here. Like. <laughs> It was just a little surprising. Kind of anticlimactic to say it now rather than at the beginning of this. I think that's all I have to say about Disneyland. I'm at the 38-minute mark. I'm trying to keep this under an hour. So, um, D23 Expo, I, I will say we had a much better experience Um you know we don't we don't go to these expos or conventions for presentations or announcements because presentations to us we tried one once and we thought it was very boring it just kind of feels like a a college lecture almost um announcements you know everyone else in the world gets the announcements seconds after we do or if not at the same time because a lot of times these are live streamed at the same time anyway so we don't like those panels presentations lectures blah blah blah. we really just go to explore the the floors and we like getting freebies i think most people do i think it's just one of those things who doesn't like getting something free you know and if you're at a disney expo 
chances are the freebie is going to be cool. The only issue is a lot of times you get home and you have a bunch of things that you don't want or need. But in the exact moment that you receive a free thing, it is kind of a thrill. And um, we like going to the diff. We like seeing the floor and the different booths and stuff. And we do like shopping. You know, we don't have money, but we do have credit cards, and we like shopping. They did virtual queues this year, which I don't. I think it's the first time they did virtual queues. Um, where you basically go on the app on your phone and you kind of sign up for virtual queue and then they'll tell you hours later that it's your turn to go we didn't realize that there was one for 6 a.m we totally missed that one so we were not able to get into a virtual queue in the morning but they said try again at 1 p.m so we did so we got into the d23 marketplace and we were allowed to get in at 5.30 p.m. And I'll get to that later. But for the morning, you know, we basically walked around. Um, we got the free gift, which was a a poster. And, you know, the big theme with this year was D, uh, Disney 100, even though... The 100th anniversary for D for 23 is next year, 2023. Let me see what's um, I forget what the 23 means. Um, found in a, the name D23 refers to D for Disney and 23 for 1923, which is the year Walt Disney founded the company. Um, cool. Anyway, um, I'm trying to think what else we did in the morning. Um, I can't, my mind's blanking, but, you know, when we got hungry, we, <laughs> there was this little area in the middle. For some reason, we, I don't know what we were thinking, but we thought like this was the only option and they had like tacos and burritos and stuff. So we waited in that line for a very, very long time. I'm going to say maybe 45 minutes. And then when we left the expo later in the day, we saw that there were a plethora of food trucks that we totally didn't know were there. It's like we we should have tried our luck here. But anyway, um Oh yeah, we got the free gift, which was a free poster and a pop socket, which I believe my wife broke yesterday, but maybe they come apart, I don't know. And you walk around, you there's free pins, we got a cool Encanto, Encanto lithograph. Also, by the way, I, found, I find it interesting that um, Encanto came out... And apparently, according to my Google search right now, it's playing in theaters, which is interesting. It came out in November 24th, 2021. Um, and Raya and the Last Dragon came out 
in March 5th, 2021, and I believe Encanto won Best Animated Feature, which I think is interesting because I, I think Raya and the Last Dragon is a significantly better movie. I enjoyed it a lot more. Even though I liked Encanto a lot, but for example, at the expo and even at Disneyland, like at Disneyland, my wife wanted to take a picture like with the meet and greet for Mirabel. And when we got there, they said lines closed. So she didn't get to get a picture with Encanto. And then at D23, there's you know the um my my point is there's a lot of encanto um appearances within Disneyland and D23 and there's no mention of Raya and the Last Dragon which I think is kind of interesting a little weird maybe encanto resonated with people more i i'm not sure but i i still think Raya and the Last Dragon is a much better movie uh, again, even though I liked Encanto a lot, except for the ending, that movie did not have an ending. Um, it was a no-ending movie, and Stephanie Beatrice, a great, great performance by Stephanie Beatrice. Um, so D twenty three Expo, I feel like we had a much better experience. Um. And I, I do want to say that we we didn't have any sort of bad experience with any Disney fans. I feel like in general they do get a bad rap of of being entitled. I guess I can lump myself into that also. But throughout the the whole Disneyland trip and D twenty three trip, no one was ever rude to us. No Disney employees or cast members. No D23 employees. Everything was fine. Um, and I know my wife is a bigger Disney fan than me at this point. Um, what else did I want to mention? Now I'm blanking. I wanted to mention that there's a movie. Because I, I quickly googled... Um, D23 announcements. And I'm trying to look for like um, like movie announcements and stuff. There was a, um, a new game that they announced. Disney. So there's currently Disney Dreamlight Valley out. If we can talk, uh, cursory talk about a, a game on this episode. Um, it is, where is the description? Disney Dreamlight Valley is a hybrid between a life sim and an adventure game rich with guests, quests, pardon me, exploration and engaging activities featuring Disney and Pixar friends, both old and new. Um, I'm mildly curious about it. If it goes on sale, I might check it out. I, I, it's not jumping at the screen at me. And 
I'm trying to think of the other one. It's like Illusion Town or something. Of course, it's not popping up. God damn it. Um, please just pop up. Um, there was something. I, I saw a teaser trailer for something called Tron Identity. I'm not even sure if that's a game or a show or a movie or what. Um, you'd think I would know, but I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. There's a platforming game that they announced, and I can't, I can't find it. I googled Disney game, and the only thing that's popping up is Dreamlight Valley. Oh, here it is. Illusion Island is based on a canceled Disney game from 2016. Um, all right. So, I mean, the, the brief trailer that they showed for that looks cool. I, I like platformers and you have those familiar Disney characters and, you know, that should be something to look forward to. I wanted to mention a movie that I heard of only today, and I didn't hear it from D23. Um, what the heck? Actually, the, according to Wikipedia, the film's title was announced on January 7th, 2020. And that movie is Peter Pan and Wendy, which I never heard of until today. Um... Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan. I don't know him. He's a British actor who is who will make his film debut as Peter Pan in Peter Pan and Wendy. Ever Anderson as Wendy, who, from what I looked up, she played young Natasha Romanoff in Black Widow. Also starring is... Um, Yara Shahidi, Jude Law's Captain Hook, Jim Gaffigan, Alan Tudyk, Molly Parker. Um, so I, I'm I'm doing this on the fly, but I found a D23.com post. Every major announcement from Disney branded television at D23 Expo, Disney Plus, Muppets Mayhem. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Come on, give me something better. American Born Chinese, starring Michelle Yeoh. Um, Peter Jackson and the Olympians. They're still trying with that shit. Um, the Fr the Proud Family, louder and prouder. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. Brie Brie Larson was. On this small stage, I, I don't know what she was talking about, like, but it's it felt like no one gave a shit. I was walking through the floor and I told my wife, hey, look, there's Captain Marvel. And she's just sitting there on the stage talking about something. I don't know what she was presenting, but. um, Oh, my gosh. Pentatonics around the world for the holidays. The hip hop nutcracker. The Santa Clauses. Is that Tim Allen? Uh, Tim Allen was there, and that's cool. Um, National Treasure Edge of History? Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones? Where's Nick Cage? <laughs> um, 
Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur Choir Madu. I don't know. Big Shot. Okay, this is not what I was looking for. I was looking for more for like Marvel, and I guess that's what they meant by Disney branded. The the one time I'm looking for Marvel stuff, and this Disney post doesn't have it. Um, D23 Marvel announcements. Um, I saw the trailer for Secret Invasion. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Marvel's, where am I at time-wise? Um, I guess I shouldn't waste time checking the time. Marvel's eight best MCU announcements from D23 ranked. Let's... Tim Blake Nelson returns for Captain America 4. Is that really one of your top announcements? Come on. Tim Blake Nelson. Cox. Courtney? Courtney Cox. Charlie Cox and D'Onofrio confirmed for Born Again Reunion. I don't know much about it. I I, I guess Dis- Disney Plus is re- rebooting or continuing Daredevil, um, which is cool because I like that show. Sabra joins Captain America 4. I don't know what Sabra is. Isn't that a hummus company? Um, Werewolf by Night. I don't know what that is. Ki Hui Kwan joins Loki season two i believe he was um short short round is that his name i haven't seen loki season one i tried episode one and it kind of just lost me but i heard it was critically acclaimed so um i I should check out loki season one matt shackman confirmed to direct fantastic four um who's Matt Shackman? Um let's Matt Shackman. E, doo, doo, doo. He's an American film, blah 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 blah. He produced and directed WandaVision and directed episodes of The Great what the fuck is the Great? It's always sunny in Philadelphia, Fargo and Game of Thrones. Um Okay. Secret Invasion trailer. I don't know what it's about, but I I like Sam Jack. What the fuck is Thunderbolts? Thunderbolts. Um uh, I think we'll end on that. Thunderbolts YKI. Um Thunderbolts, DC Comics, Comics, Marvel Comics. What a pathetic ending to this episode. If it's just me muttering to myself, come. Oh, gosh. Where is the Marvel show? Um, Television, film. By June 2022, Thunderbolts was in development at Marvel Studios with Jake Schreier attached to direct and Eric Pearson writing the screenplay. Filming is expected to begin in early 2023 
actors who had portrayed villains in past MCU projects are expected to be in film. Of course, it doesn't say. The group will consist of Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, Ghost. Who's Ghost? Oh, from Ant-Man to Red Guardian, Yelena Belova, Bucky Barnes, U.S. agent and Taskmaster. Well, the picture that they have on this post is fake Captain America, who I guess his name is U.S. Agent, which I think is a terrible name. Yelena Belova, played by Midsummer, Bucky Barnes, and Stranger Things Sheriff. Um, how much time do we got left? I think we're nearing. We're at fifty-six minutes. I forgot to mention that when we finally got to the D23 marketplace, it was kind of a sigh of relief. Like you feel like we got we got in so late in the day, in the day, and we're like, okay, we gotta get. It's probably all sold out. We gotta go fast. We gotta go fast. So we went. I went around the place four to five times. I couldn't find anything I I, I wanted. My wife found a few things. She found basically the a Disney similar thing to Squishmallows. She found one. It was like a, it was like a big Mickey stuffed face, and she got a, a couple mini ones too. She got a, a few things. I went around and I couldn't find anything. The number one thing that I kind of wanted was a X-Men hat because Disney bought Fox. So they're handling uh, X-Men 97, I think. It was an X-Men hat. It was blue and yellow. And it says like um, School of Charles Xavier. And it, uh, it had two pins attached to it. One of the pins was... Um, Sabretooth fighting Wolverine and the other pin was the X-Jet and it was pretty cool I look at the price tag and it was $50 now there's many reasons why I didn't get the hat A. I don't even really like hats all that much I don't wear hats that much B. It was $50 C. I'm pretty sure it was a kid sized hat so I couldn't justify getting it and I'm pretty bad with money and I I'm willing to use my credit card to to buy dumb useless things that I don't need or want but I couldn't do it I couldn't do it um, there was a spider-man hat that I didn't like the design there was some cool Black Panther stuff that um, I I thought it's cool but I'm not even the hugest Black Panther fan. Um, and then I, I just started to realize there's a lot of stuff in this store that I like, but I don't love. You know, there was a, a, a Tron section. There was a cool Tron shirt, Tron jacket, Tron bag. I'm like, am I really going to spend all this money for something I don't love? The Pixar section only had Pizza Planet stuff, and it's cool. And I'm like, am I really going to don a a Pizza Planet Letterman-style jacket? I'm like, probably not. 
and a lot of Disney stuff, a lot of Disney clothes are bright and bold and in your face and they want you to know that this is a Disney shirt. And my style is mostly dark tones, plain tones, toned down, you know, dark grays, dark blues, blacks, plain clothing. So I couldn't find myself buying or wearing any of this stuff. So it's like, I don't know, it, it was a kind of a realization like, am I a huge Disneyland fan at this point? The answer is really no. Um, and my enthusiasm for the brand kind of wanes um, over time. I just passed the hour mark, so I got to wrap this up. But um, it's just there's a lot of stuff that I like. I already said that already. But I don't love. So, you know, there was a Groot stuffed toy. There's a Disney section, obviously. There's a DuckTales section, Pizza Planet, Tron. There was nothing that really I gravitated towards that I wanted. And I will end the podcast by saying I ended all the stuff we got from the store that we waited hours to get into was for my wife. So she got a handful of stuff. And then I, I felt a sort of weird jealousy inside of me. So I'm like, I'm going to go back to that Target booth that we saw earlier. And I'm going to buy the three little stuffed toys that we didn't get earlier in the day. The one I wanted the most was Sully. Because Monsters, Inc. is used to be one of my favorite movies. And then I decided kid you gotta grow up you know monsters inc is not one of your favorite movies at 30 whatever you are and then there's a spider-man one which i love spider-man spider-man it almost feels like like that hipster thing like everyone loves spider-man so i need to find something else to love but i do love spider-man dogs singing there's they're playing us out play us out sam um I love Spider I love Toby Maguire Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man the video game. There's a lot to love about Spider-Man. And the third one was Darth Vader, which was the one I wanted least, but I got it anyway cuz there's three of them, $20 each. And if these three toys were at Target, I probably wouldn't care, but because they were at D23, I'm like I kind of want them. And um, that's really the only stuff I got for me personally. Also, there was a Star Wars section in the store. And I'm like, I none of this stuff is, is, is singing to me. Is that a phrase? None of that stuff is singing to me? Anyway, that's all I got for this bonus episode. Uh, an, an, a middle-aged, sad, depressed, anxious man ranting about Disney and about how he doesn't like Disney. The last thing I want in this whole wide world is a Disney anal pass in 2022. But in 2014, that's all I ever dreamed of. Thank you for listening. Um, if you like Final Fantasy VII, please check out youtube.com slash Gaming. If you like drums and video games please check out youtube.com slash drumj8 
I hope you are well. I hope you are taking care of yourselves and each other. Thanks for listening and say hi to your pets for me.